Hey, yo, what is up? And welcome back to another PPP podcast. We're your hosts, Wicca, Yvette, and McGambling Penguin the Fourth. All right, let's get right into it. Uh, today's theme is society. And um, it's basically like how humans can sometimes organize themselves and problems throughout history and today. And we briefly discussed this uh, last time, I think, um, with the Myers-Briggs and Enneagrams. But um, we're going to get more into that today. And we're probably also going to be talking about the Black Lives Matter movement, because that's something that's been on a lot of our minds. All right, so let's get into it. Yeah, this is going to get really political, but basically, I think our first question is just, how do you think we should organize ourselves? Like, you know, right now, we have some sort of, like, democracy, but it's, like, a really messed up democracy. So, like, if, let's say, Megan, you were, like, the ruler of the world, like, what would you do? I would emotionally manipulate all of my subjects into trusting me so that I wouldn't have, like, rebellions and stuff, you know? Because in dystopian novels and movies, they're always like, yes trust the government there is no truth except for the government and then they kind of just like get rid of all the stuff that goes against them instead of doing that you should kind of just like guide people towards the right path of like (laughs) enlightenment or something but that's like a lot of work bro can't I just like force them like aggressively and violently well emotionally manipulating people will have better effects like in the long term true but like i don't want to wait like 20 years to emotionally manipulate the government all right i want to do it now you know what i'm saying like that's a period. all about the timing right as soon as you become the ruler of the world you have to like you have to start you have to get people to trust you so just force them easy <laughs> right but megan's all about emotional manipulation and taking the time to be like nice to the people you know imagine like that's kind of big that's kind of like too much work for me that is but okay veering off from the tyranny thing like are we <laughs> sorry i love me some tyranny though you do you really do Boyka? i do bro tyranny is great for your skin this is going to the world Boyka. do you want to be known for this dude of course bro just move past that that's gone tyranny <laughs> okay <laughs> what about democracy is that a good thing um i think in theory it is but in practice, like, look at what's happening right now. Is this good? Is America's democracy good? Oh, hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. Definitely not. So, like, what's a good hell democracy? Nah. Well, okay, for one, we need to get rid of the electoral college. And that, okay, a lot of people are like, electoral college is so good. But literally, get rid of it. It's so dumb. Because, okay, the democracy says that we should allow the people to have a right to say what what's what you know and with the electoral college they vote but they don't really get much of a choice because in the end like the electoral college is kind of like the ruling whatever majigger and so they voted okay with popular election they voted for hillary clinton in the last election right in 2016 yeah but but because of the electoral college guess who we have as our president now you know that that wasn't a democracy that was a, a government issued vote you know and that's like so bad i don't know is that just me well i think like let's say you're like a certain political party and you want certain like changes to the society we live in well maybe you should just pack your bags and move to a society where those rules are already in place and if you decide one day that you don't like those rules then you can just move to a different place where the rules are different 
this is kind of like dictator like but we should have like certain part in, with like certain rules and stuff if you don't like the rules of one place you can just move to another place you have to uproot everything and just move yeah i mean there's emotional attachment when you like grow i mean i get what you're saying be honest in a utopia that would work but like our reality is more of a dystopia right now and i, I feel like with the political climate like that would not farewell because people would be like oh ho, ho, i can't commit murders in this town so i'm gonna move to this town and do it is there gonna be a town that allows murder is that gonna be one of your little sectors megan probably i oh. mean if you wanted to live there then you would be subject to murder and you would be fine with committing murder so i mean you would only truly ever live there if you were a serial killer or like you wanted to commit crimes or whatever or like you just wanted to be the victim of a crime for some reason I mean, it would really help us Gen Z folk out here, not gonna lie. Like, <laughs> okay, so we have democracy, we've got um, tyranny. Like, which one's better? Let's just compare the two. Um, democracy and tyranny? Yeah. Bro, they're both bad. What are you talking about? Yeah, but which one's better in your opinion? Well, okay, on paper, democracy. But in practice, tyranny seems to work better for the government and everyone involved, so. Is it just because it's more effective? Like, why? Like, would you want to be under a tyranny? How is it better? I'm not saying that it's better. I'm saying that it works to, it, like, more stuff gets done under a tyranny than a democracy. Because oh. under a tyranny, it's like one person has this ultimate say-so, right? And then under a democracy, it takes, like, five freaking ever to get a single bill passed. I mean, yeah, that's kind of the issue we have. So it's about effectiveness. Like yeah, I think that's oh, definitely one of the problems. Like, you know Plato? I didn't read Plato, but I know one of his, like, books... Dude, I'm, I'm so bad at education. But he was saying that, like, democracy isn't really good just because there's so many dumb people out there, like, dumbasses, that will just infiltrate the system, and then you have a bunch of dumbasses in power. And that's, like... Wait, is that really what Plato said? Like, yeah, word for like, word? Somewhere around the line. He was like, oh, <laughs> only intelligent people should be, like, sort of the dictators. Intelligent people will be the rulers, and then everyone else would just be, like, following them. But how do you figure out who's intelligent and who's not intelligent? There's ways. Like, no, I don't... There, there isn't. Because, yeah. Did you read that one story that was um, about that really um, important business legislator guy that was illiterate his whole life? And, like, he got through, like, yeah, Megan knows what I'm talking about. Megan knows yeah, I know. About. Megan sent it to me. It was really good. 10 out of 10. Um, you know what it's called? Uh, I think it's called the man who couldn't... Well, whatever. He's smart. Like, just because he couldn't read doesn't mean he's dumb. He's hella smart. He's good at lying. That's intelligence. If that makes you smart, then that's kind of like a moral discussion. That's true. Because, like, like, I mean, you can be good at lying and be smart, but, like, low-key, that's just kind of manipulative. And that's Wait, what do you mean <laughs> by manipulation anyway? Manipulation, like, when you lie your whole life. If you're good at it, you can keep it. Like, just that one guy who couldn't read, like... He only hurt himself. Well, no, he hurt a lot of other people, actually. Did he? I don't know. I, I don't think yeah, lying is a crime, unless it's, like, bad. That's that's so dumb. But, like, white lies shouldn't be a crime. Like, we, we lie every day. We lie to ourselves every day. And, like, if you're saying that being good at lying is, like, a manipulative thing, I might have to disagree with you, just because we lie all the time, and it's, like, for good reasons. I mean, I'm not talking about, like, little white lies. I'm talking about the big ones, like, how you can go through eight years of college and not know how to read those kinds of lies i think there's a difference between like the small lie that you tell to keep someone else's feelings in check and the lies that you tell that completely affect your entire life yeah okay that's valid still i don't know the guy who couldn't read i when i read it i just kept feeling like this guy is just a genius 
Like, he is so smart, and I I don't admire him. I don't really want to be him because he was really sad. But, like, I really have to say I should really show respect for the fact that he, he tripped college and high school. It's not even, like, the grudging respect of, like, oh, he's a bad person. I think he's a good person. I think he did a good thing for himself. So what Plato said, apparently he wants, like, a monarchy in a sense, but, like, all the intellectuals would, like, they would breed and have like intellectual babies they would be automatically smart because of their genes i don't remember much should we really have like a hierarchy of just like smart people and like dumb people yeah that's bringing me back to the ruling thing so is monarchy the same thing as tyranny and if so like is it good well can you define the difference well monarchy is like you have a whole dynasty of people who are in charge and tyranny is just that one one dude and in monarchy, mm-hmm. it's like, you know who's next. I don't think in tyranny, you really know who's next. I mean, that's true. But I mean, the UK is like a monarchy, but the, the royal family does literally nothing. Like, I had a long conversation with my friend the other day. She lives in the UK. And she was talking to me about how, like, the royal family, like, it might be described as a monarchy, but, like, the government does everything and the queen is just comes to, like, events and stuff. But, like... What about a full-fledged monarchy, like they had way back in England? With, like, the king is, like, not a constitutional one. A constitutional one is just, like, the government's in charge. The monarch's just there for the lols, you know, for the money, the fancy parties. Do you think that a sort of power system where people know who's next in charge and people know who, who their leaders are, first of all, and also who's next, do you think that's better than a system where it's just one person in charge and people don't know. It's pretty chaotic in terms of ruling. I think both have their own problems because like if, if you know who's next, you're probably gonna like try to assassinate them, you know? But if you don't know who's next, you're just gonna be like, hmm, like you don't know the future of your own country. But when you know who's next, you could shape the future of your country. You could be like, yeah, I'm gonna go like assassinate the next person in line. They're, they both have problems. You know that one government, the, uh, I think it's called like the shadow children or something where like having a third kid is like really bad that was a totalitarian government where there's like a whole it's like democracy but like there's no people involved so that's another system is that a, is that a book series or yeah. the shadow children it's the one with the it's the one with like jen or something right I remember yeah. like the first book. I don't remember. The only thing I remember was like him hiding in the closet or something. So what do you think? Do you think that system is good or not? Where it's like, it's a democracy. So there's a lot of people talking, but it's just not, not the people people. It's just a bunch of councilmen. I mean, like it, it doesn't really involve like the people, you know, like the common people. It involves like higher up. They're subject to the rules of government officials and stuff. They're the ones who get to change like, the future of their country, whereas the people are kind of just sitting there, they don't really have any power or anything. Isn't that just like America? I feel like we, as the younger generation, are oppressed. That's right. (laughs) Okay, that is a very harsh way to define it. I don't think we're oppressed because a lot of us have privilege and we don't know what oppression means, but I think that our current political situation is it's definitely taking a step backward okay from what we were trying to achieve with Obama's presidency which I'm not gonna say okay I'm not gonna come out here and be like uh Obama is God he is amazing I mean he low-key is but I'm not gonna come at people for their political beliefs the thing is that in Obama's presidency he opened up a lot of doors for the LGBTQ 
and we opened up a lot of doors, uh, more affordable health care with uh, people from all walks of life. And I feel like at this point, the Trump administration is just going backwards. I'm sorry. They're just going backwards. He's, he's banning uh, same-sex adoptions for trans people. Like, dude, like... I feel sorry. dumb, but I like Obama because he's funny. I haven't really laughed at any of what Trump's jokes were, but I don't know. Obama's really funny. And yeah, I think right now we're taking steps back just because now we're going back to... Who was before Obama? Like, Bush? <laughs> yeah, it was Bush. It was Bush. <laughs> and what I meant by a prep was just like, I really want to vote, guys. I really want to vote for who I want to be next president and can't because I'm young. Yeah, well, dude, that's kind of like the point, though. That's why they have an age limit. I mean, go ahead and vote, but people expect... So, okay, <laughs> this is a whole other, like, topic of discussion here because a lot of people assume that once you reach a certain age... In the U.S., it's 18, but, you know, other places, it's different ages. But people assume that once you reach a certain age, you suddenly become enlightened and you suddenly want to study about politics and do your research and properly educate yourself on all political whatever. I feel like it's not, like, it's not possible for you once you become 18, if you've never studied politics your entire life and, like, don't know a single thing about it. It's not like when you reach 18, you're just going to go, oh my god, I should learn about politics today. Like, that's, yeah, that's why I think the age limit is, like, kind of dumb. So, the brain doesn't really fully develop until you're, like, 25, right? So, in theory, the age limit is kind of a good idea because most young kids, they don't really have a concept of politics. They don't really know what's going on in the world. So, if they were allowed to vote, that would be a bad idea, right? But they should just move the age limit to something that's a little more, a little older, or instead of having an age limit, they should just have some sort of limit or minimum that helps decide what kind of people will be voting. That's just like what Plato was saying. He was saying that like, you shouldn't let everyone vote because everyone's dumb. And I think in a sense, that's true. So if you're starting to put like um, limits on things, besides like age limit, because I know I think Vorka has a point. Age limit is kind of dumb. But if you start saying, oh, you must study politics for a certain amount of time, then that's sort of erasure of the dumb people. I mean, that's true. But okay, I think one of the main issues on this, and this is something that I'm really passionate about, I want to talk about this, is education. Okay, so I am a firm believer that education is one of the most important things. Not just because what Plato said, like the dumb people are running the world, right? But it's because people assume that education does nothing. And the current American US system, that's probably right. You know, education is not doing much. I agree that teaching uh, Americans history is important important to know, you know, our mistakes and what we can do better for the future. But no one's teaching about the present administration. Like, there's no class for, like, politics 101 in the modern age. Like, I, I knew nothing about Trump's administration until I, like, went on Instagram and saw everything about what he's been saying about the BLM movement. I knew none of that. And that's because the American system isn't teaching students what the president and what his administration are doing today. And I think, I think that's something that we need to tackle. Like, um, the current American education system that we have now, like, originated from, like, the mid-1900s, where you, the U.S. focused more on, like, creating, like, factory workers and laborers to help, like, the economy and stuff, right? Whereas now, there's, like, a rise of, like, YouTubers and, like, artists and stuff, a lot of different and more creative options for jobs and a lot of the classes we have now they're not really reflective of the society that we live in we should have at least some sort of class or like something should be part of the education system where we get to learn about the modern society that we live in rather than like i don't know in history we learned about how 
there was this peasant uprising in one of the Mayan societies and they threw one of the rulers off a pyramid or whatever and he died. That's not really useful to you unless you want to become some sort of tyrant and get thrown off a cliff or something, right? So I think it's important that we should just start teaching kids about what's going on in our current society. It's hard though. It's hard to talk about current events without some sort of bias. Because like history, there really is no political bias. There's no there's no opinions in history. There's only like, oh this happened and then this happened. But then presently like it's hard to say, oh Trump administration is doing blah 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 without sounding sort of biased. Well you can state what he's doing. I mean, it's you can say what kind of bills he's passing and how that's affecting the population. I mean, the president will soon become the history. So why do we have to treat it like it's rocky ground, you know? Like, you can't talk about politics? I feel like that's really dumb, okay? So you know how um, when people go to dinner parties, like, there's that saying that the three things that you can't talk about are, like, death, politics, and hygiene. We should be able to eliminate politics from that list. I feel like we need to talk about what's going on in our modern day society or or we're never going to change we're just always going to be stuck in the past that was deep and i agree the thing is we don't know what's really going on right like we don't know why trump passed the trans not being able to adopt people adopt babies we don't know why he did it like obviously we can assume it's because he's homophobic right or very backwards headed racist blah 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 but like there's probably something else involved in there that we don't know so if we start talking about things like oh he's doing this he's doing this he's doing this without saying like why he's doing these things it would just number one it probably make no sense and number two it would create bias okay i i hear you um i did some research on that particular bill though and what he claimed was his reason for making that that bill i don't know if it was a bill it was i think it was just like a a document um, or, or something. It was something that he passed to the Senate, right? And he said that he wanted to honor people's Christian values and allow particular adoption agencies to refuse service to trans or same-sex couples as well. And I think that that's just... That's probably one reason, right? Obviously, homophobia would be one reason, but there would be more because like, he has a whole cabinet and they all approved it. Like, there's no way people, like, especially as PR agency or whatever, would be like, this is okay. Well, like, going back to what Boyka was saying about how, like, your religion shouldn't, like, stop you from being a specific type of person. And, like, you shouldn't use your religion to justify having bias against other people. Like, it doesn't make sense to say, like, oh, like, I'm not gonna let certain people and, like, certain values not be able to do things because they're just that way like it doesn't make sense and like going back to what you were saying Yvette it doesn't make sense that such things would be allowed to be passed because like going back to like PR and stuff even if he didn't like care about what people were saying he still wouldn't have passed it anyways unless he had some ulterior motive other than being like homophobic because we can't like we can't assume that he's like a certain type of person but there's got to be some motive as to what he's doing maybe the church has paid him off i mean okay just a disclaimer for anyone who's potentially listening to this this is not us saying that we support trump or his administration we all hold our own opinions that doesn't stop us from discussing it but yeah we're not saying that Trump administration is good because in my personal opinion he is a dumbass but we can talk about it like civilized adults also disclaimer like i don't have any facts i'm this is all coming out of what i've absorbed through instagram which is definitely not factual 
I think like the media has like shown us only one side of politics and stuff. And like, we should be able to talk about it, like civilized people, but we're not adults. Like while we do face the repercussions of like these laws that are being passed, we, we're probably going to feel like the effects of that as we grow up. We're never going to know like everything about politics or like the real reason why all of these bills are passed. The media shows us such a perverted sense of what's going on in modern society. Like the media is just telling us like, oh, Trump is really bad. Or some say like Trump is really good. They never really show facts. They always show some sort of bias that makes it difficult for people like us, people who are still growing up, to really understand what's going on in the world. Yeah, the media can be very, very wrong. So really, there is no fact here. It's just all opinion. Right. Um, and that brings me to actually something that I wanted to discuss with y'all because it's a really prominent issue right now, um, at least in the U.S. I, I think all around the world, people are um, protesting and um, going into in-depth discussion about the Black Lives Matter movement. And I think we have another episode talking about the Black Lives Matter movement, but I feel like we should discuss it now because I feel like you know what's as good a time as the present and also like right now it's still huge I don't want to talk about it when it's like people are no longer listening you know what I mean what are y'all opinions about that okay so like with all the recent protests and stuff like before I used to think like they should be protesting and they shouldn't be rioting because you're destroying property and all that stuff but then I saw this one post contextualize all of it and basically like I'm not black I'm gonna understand what it's going to to be black in American society right so I feel like I have no right to judge what black people are doing and like how they're protesting and stuff because I'm not black and although I faced racism before that was because I was Asian not because I'm black so I'm never gonna truly understand what it's like to be black in American society I don't really want to judge what's going on in modern society just because I'm never gonna like fully understand it. Yeah, I think if you don't support BLM, you're kind of a racist here. Like, you have to admit, what happened to George Floyd to Ahmed Arbery, like, that's not good. That is not something that should be happening. And the fact that people are protesting against it, that's a good thing. And if people are against the protests, then maybe that's their problem and not anything with the protests. I support the movement, but I don't think the looting of like small stores, I don't think that's a good thing. And I still don't think that's a good thing. Like, even though I've seen a lot of Instagram posts saying that like, oh, if you think looting is worse than murder, then maybe readjust your opinion. I thought about it. And I think just looting the small stores, it doesn't really do much. I think if they're going to loot something, they should really loot like the Capitol building or something. Don't loot small stores, loot Target, loot Walmart, loot the big one. What's the point of looting? What's the message that's supposed to get across? Just chaos, really. Like, if you're gonna hurt other people and treat other people badly, then obviously people are gonna, like, riot and, like, start a rebellion because you're not supposed to, like, treat people differently based on their skin color. And so I think people are just trying to make a point by saying, like, if you treat people badly, like, this is what's gonna happen. We're gonna just cause a whole bunch of chaos because that's what happens when you treat people a certain way. That makes sense. It's just, I don't know. I I think what Yvette's saying is correct. I think I hold the same opinion, but if you're gonna loot, don't loot the small businesses because those are the ones that are really gonna be affected, especially the the people of color that work at this at these small businesses. Like, you know, that's not gonna do very well on them, you know? And um, I mean, okay, so my whole spiel with the Black Lives Matter movement is that I am not a person of color. I'm Caucasian, I'm European, and I understand that I have privilege. I think that right now, at this time, 
anybody that's not a person of color needs to understand that they have privilege. But I think it's important to also like do stuff to like get your opinions out. Because I think if you don't share your opinions, then how are you going to make change? You know what I mean? Like, I sound like a motivational speaker. I'm so sorry. So like swerving back from politics, because we have a whole whole other season, whole other episode. We will cover the politics, but I don't want every episode to be political. So in terms of rioting and looting and what's happening right now, do you think that in a blank society, not America, just a regular society, do you think that rioting like this is a good way to express like you have public power? Like what's the best way for the public to like express that they are not happy with the government? I think the message that rioting is sending, I mean, okay, I can't, like, I'm not about to come out here and just be like, don't do you, like, you do you, like, I'm not gonna come at anybody for what they think is right, but I think the message that rioting is sending is that the people think that violence is power, and then the government reacts badly to that by sending cops. I'm not saying, okay, I'm not saying that the people are causing the cops to be bad. Like, that's absolutely not true. But I'm I'm saying that, like, when you riot in order to make change, that's sending a message that violence is the only answer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, So do you think peaceful protests are better? Well, I think, in a sense, media views peaceful protests as better because they're, like, stoic. They're full of pride. They're very, like, civilized people who just want to send a message, right? That's what the media is trying to tell us. But at some point, Black Americans, they realized that, like, they couldn't get anywhere with peaceful protests. I mean, it's hard for me to understand because I'm Asian, you know? But, like, at some point, people realized that peaceful protesting just wasn't doing the job and that they had to get their message across somehow. So they resorted to violence. And, like, going back to what Voika said, like, it's sending the message that violence is power. And although I don't really agree with the whole message that violence is power, I feel like after so much stuff has happened in the United States, 400 years of, like, racial discrimination and oppression, if the only way to fix it is violence, then I think it should be okay. But I'm not Black, so I can't really say anything about that. What do you guys feel about the stuff that's happening in the UK right now with the statues and stuff? It's symbolic action. It's literally not going to do anything. I have a huge bone to pick with symbolic action, especially when it comes from the UK and stuff. And even, I think in the US, they're, like, getting rid of the statues, too. Like, it's so, I wouldn't say dumb, but it's not something we should focus on right now. Yeah, sure, those statues are bad. Yeah, definitely. Get rid of Robert E. Lee. Get rid of racist people. Get rid of bad people on statues. But right now, we're focused on people actually getting killed by cops. So I think moving the focus from that to statues is, like, really a lot of deception, in my opinion, from the government's standing. They're not focusing on the real issue. They're just swerving all the media attention to something else that's really not important. Like, I'm going to say that again. The statues, yes, they are bad, but it's not important. People don't go up to statues and, like, worship them. It's just there. So I think murder is more important than statues. Well, like, I mean, I agree with what you're saying, that murder is more important than, like, statue. But think about all of the portrayals of famous historical figures that we've seen in our lives. Like, growing up, I had no idea that Columbus was a bad guy. I just thought, oh, he discovered the Americas. And then that led to, like, a bunch of trade and conquistadors. And, like, it opened up, like, a whole new route, like, the new world, right? But then, like, growing up, the view of history changed. And then they renamed Columbus Day to Indigenous People's Day because, like, Columbus sucked and he caused a lot of problems for everybody, right? 
And so I think people are just trying to take on statues because they misrepresent who the good figures. And like, I saw this one video of a statue being taken down and like everybody was supporting it because they're taking down a bad representation of someone who didn't help history at all. Still, it's... That can come after, right? I mean, yes, it is important for later on in future history books and maybe in the very distant future. But still, right now, with George Floyd, that is not something we should focus on. We should focus on police brutality. Maybe something about police. I'm not going to say defund. I don't personally believe that. But something. We can fix the police, you know, instead of tearing down pieces of metal. I mean, yes. I see what you're saying. To be honest, I don't have, like, a straightforward yes or no opinion with the statues. Um, I'm more leaning towards where Megan's at. Like, you see these statues and you think, you know, you're just walking in the park and you see a statue and you think, oh, that person must be very important because there's a statue of them. But what if that person's just like a racist bigot and there's like a statue of them in your favorite park? I don't know. I'm kind of where Megan's at right now. Okay, so just moving from that, <laughs> let's talk about, let's say if I were the big bad government and i were the one who's oppressing people like hoo hoo y'all can't exist anymore i think the first thing i would do is symbolic action so maybe that says a lot about how good it is but like for me i would go straight for like oh we are going to build awesome statues of good people and not worry about all the oppressed people that I'm currently oppressing. So what would you do if you were a big bad government official? Well, going back to what I said earlier, like I would just emotionally manipulate people to believe me and trust me. And I would, similar to a lot of dystopian novels and movies, I would just erase all of the stuff that says like, oh, the government is bad or tyranny is bad or free thought is great for people. Like I would get rid of that first. So there would be no chance of like rebellion or like people thinking differently than what I want them to think. All of that symbolic action, just that would be a good way of controlling people and making sure that they didn't start a rebellion and just revolt. You know, 1984 by George Orwell, that whole like big brother thing, that was really smart. But I think it takes a lot of effort. Because they have to, like, rewrite history, like, all the time, right? And they also have to, like, use brainwashing and double think and stuff like that in order to control their citizens. I think I would make it so that the people know that they're being oppressed, but they know they have no choice. That is, like, prime people power I will try to use instead of trying to brainwash them into thinking that it's a good thing. Everyone knows. Even I know. The country that I have theoretically made is really bad, but they can't do anything. They're stuck. Yeah, I totally feel that. But um, low-key, if I was a dictator, I would not do it that way. Um, <laughs> I feel like Megan's way of just like emotionally manipulating your way into the ranks, that's probably going to be more effective in the long run. And I think a lot of government officials just focus on the short run and they focus about like time efficiency and all of that. Yeah, but I think this is where we're going to end the this episode of the podcast. Thank you all for coming and listening and um, listening to this ranting hot mess. Next episode, we're going to be talking about demographics, like how people identify within society. So that's going to be fun. That's going to include racism, homophobia, xenophobia, all those good things. And basically, what we talked about today is just going to be like tenfold. It's going to be all about Black Lives Matter. But yeah, stay tuned. Uh, follow us on Instagram at the underscore PPP podcast for more updates about what's going to happen next. Thanks for listening to this episode of the PPP podcast. That's the tea.